Good evening. This is the Tomorrow Christian Today, reading Numbers 13 in the NLT. But first and always, we pray. Dear Lord, love you tons. Thank you so much for your word. Your word is a joy. Um, just heard a sermon from Pastor Driscoll. Just he's passionate, Lord. He's intentional about you. And I'm just, I feel motivated and I want to be motivated. I want to be passionate to read your word. I want, I want people to read your word too. I want them to know and love Jesus. I want them to see Jesus at your right hand, Father, and to know that they're loved and they're accepted. They're part of the fellowship. They're part of the fellowship that you created, Lord. Even after we sinned, there was, before we sinned, you, you, you had that plan of redemption, Lord. Thank you so much for doing that for us. I'm just so grateful, so thankful, and I just want to do my little part, and that's just reading your word. Maybe somebody's going to hear it. They're going to love that. The Holy Spirit's going to come in them, Lord, and they're just going to be excited, excited about you to be in Jesus, to be part of that fellowship, to look at you coming, Lord, to wait for your coming with passion and excitement and to know that all the terrible things that are going on in this world is the birth pangs for the new creation, which is real, literally, literally, Lord, the last, last days, it's at the door. Thank you. We pray in the name of Christ, our King and Savior, today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen. What's wrong with me? I did Numbers 15 and I forgot. I don't know how to count the parallel. Numbers 12, Numbers 15. And now numbers 13 and 14 got admitted. So I can't even count numbers in numbers. <laughs> I have to go back to the count in Sesame Street. Ha <laughs> One, two, three. So why don't we read numbers 13? 12 scouts explore Canaan. The Lord now said to Moses, send out men to explore the land of Canaan, the land I am giving to the Israelites. Well, look, you know, this is, this is amazing because what's going on now in the, in, in the, in the Middle East? You know, Hamas, the word means violence in Genesis 6.14. There's violence in the earth. There's violence again. It's about the land. And God says he's giving out, he's giving the land to the Israelites. The, the, the people of Canaan had the land, but they were committing abominations. And God kicked them out. God didn't want them living there. And he's giving it to the Israelites. But the thing is that you know, people in there are doing the same thing now. It's like the whole world just doesn't care what God thinks anymore. Nobody cares. Send one leader from each of the 12 ancestral tribes. So Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He sent out 12 men, all tribal lead, leaders of Israel from their camp in the wilderness of Paran. These were the tribes and the names of the leaders. So the tribe, the leader was Reuben. And then we're going through all of these things. So um, the tribe of Simeon, so it's all these, I, I think I could read this actually. So the tribe, uh, the leader was Reuben, uh, Shamu, son of Zechir, Simeon, Saphat, son of Hori, Judah, Caleb, son of Jephuna. Oh, these names are killing me, honestly. Ishikatar, Egil, son, son of Joseph, Ephraim, Hosea, son of, son of Nun, Benjamin, Palti, son of Raphu, Zebulun, Gadiel, son of Sodi, Manasseh, son of Joseph, Gadi, son of Susi, Susi, Dan, Amiel, son of Gimel, Asher, Sether, son of Michael, Naphtali, Dahabi, son of Voshbi, Gad, Gul, son of Maki. So you see, every everything was the tribe was first, then the name of the leader. So that's what the NLT, I got a little confused with this notation, but it was like the first name was the 
was the actual tribe. So it was the tribes were Reuben and Simeon, Judah, uh, Ishikar, Ishitar, Ephraim, Benjamin, Zebulun, Manasseh, Dan, Asher, and Naphtali and Gad. So those are the tribe names, the names of the tribes. And under each tribe name, you have the tribal leader. So I won't read the leaders, but you get the picture. These are the names of the men Moses sent out to explore the land. Moses called Hosea, son of Nun, by the name Joshua. So Joshua is the son of, um, Joshua is, um, is really Hosea, son of Nun. So Joshua is the son of Nun. Moses gave the men these instructions as he led them out to explore the land. Go north through the Negev into the hill country. See what the land is like and find out whether the people living there are strong or weak, few or many. See what kind of land they live in. Is it good or bad? Do their towns have walls or are they unprotected like open camps? Is the soil fertile or poor? Are there many trees? Do your best to bring back samples of the crops you see. It happened to be the season for harvesting the first ripe grapes. So they went up and explored the land from the wilderness of Zin as far as Rehob, near Lebo Hamath. Going north, they passed through the Negev and arrived at Hebron, where Anhim, Sheshia, and Talmi, all descendants of Anak, lived. The ancient town of Hebron was founded seven years before the Egyptian city of Zoan. When they came to the valley of Eshkol, they cut down a branch with a single cluster of grapes so large that it took two of them to carry it on a pole between them. Wow, it sounds like everything was like from the land of time forgot. Everything was like super huge. They also brought back samples of the pomegranates and figs. The place was called the valley of Eshkol, which means cluster because of the cluster of grapes the Israelite men cut there. The Scouting Report after exploring the land for 40 days, the men returned to Moses, Aaron, and the whole community of Israel at Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran. 40 days. So that's an important number. They reported to the whole community what they had seen and showed them the fruit they had taken from the land. This was their report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore and it is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Wow, so there's just, it just sounds so rich, so fertile, so robust. It's overflowing. Here's the kind of fruit it produces. But the people living there are powerful and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. The Amalekites live in the Negev and the Hittites, Jebusites and Amorites live in the hill country. The Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley kind of sounds like today i mean the land they're supposed to possess is just surrounded by enemies like you know nothing has changed in all of this time you know israel surrounded by enemies even today it's like today is just like a snapshot of what what it's always been but caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before moses let's go at once to take the land he said we can certainly conquer it but the other men who had explored the land within him disagreed we can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. So you got 10 guys uh, saying that we shouldn't do this. We got two guys, Caleb and Joshua. You know what? This is, you know, I'm reading the scriptures 
And I'm just trying to picture this all. And I think I'd be one of the 10. It does, maybe this doesn't say much for my faith. This is Maybe you don't want to hear that. But I'm being honest. I, I'm the guy that really finds a way not to do something. But these other two guys apparently had the faith that they should go. They knew that God was with them. Now, I've been told sometimes, you know, when you're going to consider a decision, I mean, Jesus says in the New Testament, if you're going to build a tower, sit around and figure out if you've got the resources to do it. That's what he says. And this lady said that during a business meeting. And I kind of laughed because I, she's the treasurer. You know, she knows what we have the money to pay for and what we don't. And then afterwards, she said to me, people think I don't have any faith. And I kind of laughed because I like her. She's very methodical, very, you know, managerial, really understands money very well. I do not. But, but the thing is that I heard somebody else say, whatever we ask of God, we have to ask big. That sounds good, but sometimes it doesn't sound like reality. So it seems to me these 10 guys are talking about reality. What they see with their eyes is very big enemies who are very strong and very fortified. But these other two guys, Joshua and Caleb, is that they're not in reality or is it the faith is so strong in God, which is really part of eternal reality, the true reality, that they know that they can take those guys. Verse 32, so they spread this bad report about the land among the Israelites. The land we traveled through and explored will devour anyone who goes to live there. All the people we saw were huge. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers and that's what they thought too. So we'll go in in the next chapter and see what the result was. And, you know, since we've, most of us have read this story beforehand, uh, we know that the verdict was not uh, a good one for the majority. Thank you for listening. God bless.